Excuse me. Hello? Hello, John. Yes, Daddy. I, uh, I won't be able to meet you for some time. Why? I've got to put the three kids to bed. Three kids? Snooks has a visitor. Oh. You know, that youngster, Red, the one she traveled with when she ran away from home. Oh, yeah. Uh, Snooks has invited him to be a house guest. That's all I need now. Well, I wish you luck, Daddy. Don't worry, I'll put them to bed in short order. So long, John. Goodbye, Daddy. Short order, eh? I wonder. Hey, Red. Yeah? I think we gotta go to bed soon. Red? I ain't going to bed. I can do that at home. Do you have to take a bath every night? Yeah, me too. But I don't do it. You don't? Well, how do you fool your father? I just wet the soap and rub the towel on the floor. <laughs> Let's do it now. I ain't gonna do nothing. Hey, where's your old man keep his razor? You don't need a shave. Yeah, I know I don't. I just want to sharpen a pencil. Uh, I shaved yesterday. <laughs> Where'd you keep it, huh? I think it's in the medicine cabinet. Want to have a look? Yeah, come on. Hello, what are you kids up to? Hello, Daddy. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Higgins. Nice day, ain't it? Is it? What was all that noise up here a few minutes ago? Well, I, I didn't hear nothing. Robespierre was screaming like mad. What have you done to him? Nothing, Daddy. He was just crying because I was eating my cake. But he had his own piece of cake. Yeah, and he cried when I ate that, too. No. Do you have to be such a glutton that you steal your brother's share? Well, you told me to always take his part. I didn't mean food. I meant to defend him when somebody disturbed him. His shirt got full of holes, too, Mr. Higgins. His shirt? How did that happen? Well, you tell him, Snook. No, you tell him, Red. Well, one of you had better tell me. Huh? Why is Robespierre's shirt full of holes? Well, we was playing grocery store. Yes. And we made him the Swiss cheese. <laughs> I see. And is that the way you act at home, young man? No, sir. Why not? Because he ain't got no little brother. Well, I'm sure he'd be a lot happier if he did have a little brother. Yeah. Gets awful tiresome working on the cat. <laughs> All right. Now, both of you get ready for bed. You can sleep in Robespierre's room, Red. No, I want him to sleep in here. Well, he can't sleep in here. Why? Because it isn't conventional. Why? Now, Snooks, don't argue with me. I said he's going to sleep in Robespierre's room. Besides, Red doesn't want to sleep in here anyway. Who says I don't? Well, I won't permit it. The two of you will lie awake jabbering all night. Go into Robespierre's room and get ready for bed, young man. Are you going, Red? I guess so. Then I'm going to sleep there, too. No, you're not. <laughs> I want to sleep there. No? <laughs> I want to sleep there. Oh, this is a pretty kettle of fish. I want to sleep with a fish. <laughs> now stop it, do you hear me? Look, if you continue to act silly, Snooks, I'll send Red home this very minute. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Red, you can sleep on the couch. Yes, sir. Go in the bathroom and undress. Yes, sir. And take your pajamas with you. What pajamas? Well, haven't you got any pajamas? Or do you sleep in at home? A bureau drawer. <laughs> Give him one of mine 
nighties, Daddy. Hey, what do you think I am? I ain't gonna wear no nighties. Why? Because I ain't. Then I ain't gonna wear one either. <laughs> now, this is going too far. You will wear your nighties, folks. And Red, you'll find a pair of my pajamas in the bathroom closet. Put them on. Okay. Ain't this fun, Daddy? Get ready for bed. <laughs> Never heard of such nonsense in all my life. <laughs> and don't let me catch either of you talking, Snooks. We won't let you catch us, Daddy. <laughs> You're both to go right to sleep as soon as I turn the light out. Yes, Daddy. Hurry up, Red. I'm coming. Get under the cover, Snooks. These pajamas is awful hot. That's my tuxedo. <laughs> Take it off. Let him sleep in his underwear, Daddy. Here, give me that coat. I'll put these pajama pants on. Hurry up. Okay. Don't know what I'm getting all dressed up for. <laughs> this is the last time you'll bring guests here. You understand me, Snooks? And if you do it again, you'd better bring a girl. You like girls better than boys, Daddy? Yes. Why? <laughs> Never mind. Are you ready, young man? Yes, sir. Take the couch. Now say goodnight to each other, and I'll put out the light. Good night, Snooks. Good night, Red. Good night. Good night, Daddy. Daddy! What is it? Tell us a story. Not tonight. Oh, little tiny weasel. Oh, all right. I'll tell you the story of Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a good-natured Dutchman by the name of Rip Van Winkle. He lived in a village... Who lived? Rip Van Winkle. He lived with his wife, who was a terrible shrew. What's a shrew, Daddy? A woman who's always picking on her husband and making his life miserable. I'm going to tell Mommy. I'm not talking about Mommy. Oh, Daddy. Do you want to hear this story or not? I want to hear it. Are you asleep, Red? Uh-huh. One day, Rip Van Winkle was out hunting with his dog, Wolf. He was hunting a wolf? No, that was his dog, Wolf. His dog was a wolf? No, Wolf was his name. Whose name? His dog's name. And he was hunting with him in Who the... Who was? Rip Van Winkle. He was hunting with his dog, Wolf, in the Catskills. Pretty soon, he met a dwarf-like stranger who was carrying a keg. He helped him to carry oh, the... Who helped? Rip Van Winkle. He helped the dwarf carry the keg until they met some more dwarfs who were bowling. They offered him a drink. Offered who? Rip Van Winkle! Uh... <laughs> and he took a drink and he fell asleep for 20 years, and that's what I wish you'd do. Good night! <laughs> well, what are you yelling about? Send him home, Daddy. No. You caused enough trouble getting him to stay, and now he's going to stay. Well, he'll be sorry. Now, never mind that. Say your prayers and ask the angels to make you a good girl and go to sleep. I'm turning out the light. All right, Daddy. Please, angels, make me a good little girl. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night. Snooks, you're not fooling me. Open your eyes. Huh? Now, what happened? Daddy. Well? Did you hear me ask the angels to make me a good girl? Yes. Well, they ain't done it. <laughs> Just for that? Hey, don't go away. You just heard Baby Snooks 
with house guests from July 15, 1941. And now, coming up, Baby Snooks is going to the Flower Gardens, February 6, 1941. Here's Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks and Hanley Stafford as Daddy. Thank you, Don. And, uh, excuse me. Hello? Hello, John. Yes, hello, Daddy. You coming down here today? Can't make it, old man. Is Frank there? Well, he'll be back in a few minutes. You want me to call him? No, never mind. I've been doing a little research for his book. Tell him I'll see him later. Okay, will you be home? No. Snooks has to write a composition about flowers, and I'm taking it to the botanical gardens. That's all I need. Well, you have my sympathy, Daddy. Yeah. So long, John. Goodbye. Turning Snooks loose in the botanical garden sounds worse than a bull in a china shop. Well, here we are. This is the conservatory. Where's the flower, Daddy? Inside. I want to pick some. You can't pick these <laughs> I want to pick some. Now, listen to me, Snooks. I brought you here against my better judgment. And if you cause the slightest bit of trouble, I'll take you right home. All right, Daddy. Let's go in. Oh, come on. Have you got your pencil and paper? Uh-huh. I want you to make plenty of notes so your composition will be easy to write. Now, follow me. What's that man doing, Daddy? He's a tree surgeon. See his little black bag? Mm-hmm. He's doctoring that pussy willow. Is he going to have kittens? Now, don't be silly. Plants get sick just like humans, you know. Do they? Why, of course. Don't you remember at home in our little flower garden how I protected the flower from the aphides? No. Oh, sure you do. My begonias were lifeless, and for days my pansies were drooping. <laughs> you know what I did? You got suspended. I did not. I sprayed them with arsenate of lead. That's the only way to raise early fall bloomers. Do you wear them? I don't wear anything. <laughs> Talking about flowers. Make a note of that on your paper. Mm-hmm. All right, Daddy. Well, what did you put down? Daddy's pansies was drooping. <laughs> so he put lead on his bloomies. Oh, can't you get anything right? Cross that out and come on. I want to see the flowers. Well, see them then. They're all over the place. There's a huge bed of flowers. How did it get there, Daddy? They grew from seeds. What seeds? Seeds that were planted. A man had to sow them. With a needle? Yes, with a needle. Why? Because they're bachelor buttons. Ha! <laughs> 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 Shall I put that down, Daddy? I know. Hmm? But you should mention a little about seeds and how they grow. Plants are divided into two groups, panerogamous and cryptogamous. The seed has two adjacent cells, leptoids. And the walls are perforated, giving passage to coarse strands of protoplasmic food. Got that? Mm-hmm. How do you spell food? <laughs> oh, you're not even listening to me. Why, you talk too fast, Daddy. All right, come over here. All right. Now, look at this rare plant. It has tentacles like an octopus. Hmm. What is it? That's the only meat-eating plant in existence. It's called Carnivora dianthus. It eats meat? Incredible, but true. 
I want to buy a hot dog. It doesn't eat hot dogs. Mm -hmm. It imprisons insects in its tentacles and then slowly constricts and devours them. Understand? Yeah. Let's feed it a hot dog. I told you it doesn't eat hot dogs. Mm -hmm. Now, take particular notice of that bright yellow mass in the corolla. You know what that is? Mustard. It's pollen. Now, what have you learned about this plant? It eats hot dogs with crullers and mustard. I said corolla, not crullers. Mm -hmm. And for the last time, it doesn't eat hot dogs. Mm -hmm. It's a meat-eating plant that eats insects. Get your head out of there. <laughs> what are you yelling about? It just bit me. Well, bite it back. <laughs> Come on away from there. Look at my nose, Daddy. Say, that looks like a bee sting. No wonder you yelled. It hurts me. Here, quick. Rub some mud on your nose. What for? It'll take the pain away. Hold up your face. <laughs> oh, stop it. I'm not hurting you. The bee stung me again. Where? Let me sit in the mud, Daddy. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, what have you got in your notebook so far? Mud. I can see you're going to have a fine composition. Why don't you make a note about pollen? What's pollen, Daddy? That yellow stuff. That's the material that causes new flowers to be born. I want to see a flower born. You can't. No? It's a very complicated process. First, a bee comes along and sips the nectar from a flower. How? With his proboscis. <laughs> he jabs his long nose into the flower. Will a flower be born on No! <laughs> there won't be any flowers born on your nose. I want to... Now, never mind that. <laughs> while the bee is taking the honey from the flower, he accidentally gets some pollen on his feet. Mm -hmm. Then, while he's taking honey from another flower, he leaves the pollen there. Does he leave his shoes, too? <laughs> Bees don't wear shoes. Why? Because they don't. The only thing you can shoe is a fly. <laughs> Boy, I'm pretty hot today, Acer. Yeah, Connie, too. Yeah. Now, don't be smart. Look, you haven't made a single note in your book, and it's almost time to go home. I'm hungry. Well, you'll eat soon. I'm all right. There's a refreshment stand over there. You want a sandwich? No. Well, what do you want? I want a balloon. You said you were hungry. What do you want with a balloon? I want to eat it. You're out of your mind. Come on home. No, I want a balloon. Oh, all right. I'll buy you a balloon. Come on. Buy me that balloon one, Daddy. Let me have that blue balloon, please. <laughs> that five-cent one. Well, here's your balloon, Snooks. Blow it up. When we get home. No, blow it up now. All right. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Bigger. Okay. Won't go any bigger. Oh, I'll make it bigger. Oh, all right. <laughs> I want a balloon. No. You made me burst this one and you can't have another. Oh, 
Oh, oh Snooks. Come over here with me and we'll talk it over. Where? Under these weeping willows. Are these weeping willows? Yes. I don't hear nothing crying. Uh, don't worry, you will. <laughs> now, let's go. 